The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast. I'm Zeeshan Khan. Uh, Apologies for the four-day delay. Uh, We had some scheduling issues, but uh, I'm back and uh, better than ever here with the, this time around, the AFC over-unders. And uh, joining me, a recurring guest on my podcast from Pasadena, California, uh, we have Shay. How are you doing, sir? What's up, Zeeshan? How are you, dude? I'm doing well. Uh, really looking to football season and especially NFL season in general. And uh, we're less than one week away, so really looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to an exciting football season. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into these over-unders. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start in the AFC West. And uh, we're going to go ahead and start out with probably uh, a very intriguing team, the defending champions, uh, the Denver Broncos. So they have an over/under set at nine and a half wins. Uh, what's your overall take on this one? I would have to say above. Uh, I'm gonna go over nine and a half, but uh, barely over. Not what I'm looking at. You know, it's. Uh, I think they're they're starting a rookie for, uh, a quarterback this year. Uh, I, I think he's undrafted, right? That uh, I forget his name. Something Steimer or Steamer or something. Uh, I believe there's. I believe Trevor Simeon uh, was the name the starter. He's a. He's a, I believe a supplemental pick from the 2015 NFL draft, and the only the only experience he had last year was a kneel down uh, to end one of the games, I believe. So uh, it's kind of an interesting situation, but uh, like you mentioned, I think this team is just uh, super dependent on their defense, as you saw last year, how they won the Super Bowl and. They kind of escaped with a lot of wins that a lot of games that they probably shouldn't have won last year. They ended up winning just because of their defense, made some big play here or there, and they got very mediocre quarterback play last year as well. So it should be kind of a similar team. So you're going slightly over? Slightly over. I'd say about 10 wins. Okay, definitely. Uh, I don't know. This one's really tough. I mean, nine and a half. Like, like I just mentioned, uh, they they kind of pulled uh, 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 like three, four, five games out of their asses last year. Especially, I remember that one against Kansas City early on in the year where Kansas City absolutely blew it. And then they won on like a la- last second fumble return. The like, game looked like it was going to overtime. And then and Jamal Charles just fumbled and the game was over like that. So, uh, I mean, gun to my head, I'm going to have to go under. But uh, I think they're about eight or nine wins. So, but... I think they're they could be possibly sneak into the last wild card spot, but I don't, I'm not sure. But like I said, they're gonna have a strong defense, so the games that they're gonna be in are gonna be very close games. So, but with that, we'll move into uh, the next team in the division, who probably ended the regular season last year as the hottest team in the NFL, and and uh, their first playoff game absolutely demolished the Houston Texans, and then. Uh, Ended up uh, losing to the Patriots and kind of a 
a hard-fought game, but ultimately the Patriots proved too much for them in the AFC Divisional round. Uh, that team is the Kansas City Chiefs, and they have an over-under, just like Denver said, at 9.5. So what do you think about this one? Uh, the Chiefs are... Uh, um, uh, uh, that's a tough, uh, a tough call there, I, I would say. I, I would say they could be over 9.5. That's what I think. I think they're going to go on uh, the same high they left last year. But it all depends on how well uh, Jamal Charles comes back. Okay. So why? I think he's he's injured now, from what I remember. I, I'm not 100 percent on that, but uh, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. But if he's if fully if he's fully ready to go, then I then I think they're above. But then if yeah, I did I think it depends on on his health. Yeah, uh, definitely, I agree. I think uh, their offense is very largely dependent on a guy like Jamal Charles. Uh, definitely one of the top running backs in the league, and. As we've seen in the past couple of years, he's been uh, injury-prone as well, so that that's another concern. And uh, they have a, a steady quarterback in Alex Smith uh, who's getting a little bit better, uh, getting a little bit better down the field. And uh, he's a guy that kind of – he doesn't really make big plays, but he, he usually makes a smart play and uh, usually, for the most part, stays away from uh, unforced turnovers and, and that sort. But uh, – they have some uh, pretty decent weapons at wide receiver, Jeremy Macklin, and they have an excellent tight end that I really like, Travis Kelsey. And uh, Andy Reid, one of the better coaches in the league. So, And also a very uh, stout defense as well. So I think they're, far, in my opinion, they're far and away the, the, divi- uh, the favorite to win the AFC West. And I think I'm going to go over. I think they're going to win about 11 or 12 games. So, And I think they're going to win, come out of the AFC West and win that division. So... So next team we'll move on to uh, a very young team, a uh, very up and promising team, uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, over under at eight and a half. Uh, what do you think? Eight and a half. I I think they go over eight and a half. I think they're about nine wins. Okay. I think they're about nine wins. Season. I mean, like uh, they're a very young team. They're a second. Uh, what is that? Jack Del Rio is their coach and. Uh, He's coming off. It's a young team, but uh, it has a lot of talent. You know, now you have, uh, I think, Amari Cooper is in his second year. Derek Carr is going to be in his second year, so we're going to have a lot more. Uh, going to have a lot more. Um, what do you call co- cohesion or a lot more and gel together? And I think that defense is uh, defense is also very underrated. I think I'm going over. Actually, I'm going over about nine wins. Okay, definitely. Uh, so you got the slightly over. I'm going to go slightly under. I think they're a very good team. I believe they were 7-9 uh, last year, uh, kind of an up-and-coming team. Uh, they signed Bruce Irvin from the Seahawks. Uh, and I love their uh, linebacking co- linebacker coach, uh, Ken Norton. He was a great uh, player when he played. And uh, they also have Malcolm Smith from uh, uh, Seattle as well. He's been on their team a couple of years. And, uh, but their defense ultimately lives and dies with uh, Khalil Mack, uh, their young uh, defensive end from Buffalo University. And then their offense is solely reliant on the Derek Carr-Amari Cooper combination, like you mentioned, and also Michael Crabtree, kind of solid veteran wide receiver in there, and a pretty decent tight end in Michael Rivera. So uh, I'm going to go slightly under with eight wins, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they were a little higher and kind of challenged Kansas City and... uh, Denver atop that division, but uh, 
It should be an interesting to see how this team grows uh, under the leadership of Jack Del Rio and under the leadership of Derek Carr as at quarterback. So it'll be very interesting to see. And also the rumors of that they might come to L.A. or Las Vegas or they've even been rumored uh, slightly to go to San Antonio. But we'll see about that uh, moving forward. So uh, the next team we'll move into, the last team in the AFC West, uh, we're going to go uh, to the San Diego Chargers, over-under at 7.5. What, what are your thoughts on that one? I think they're about, uh, I think they're about uh, a, a seven-win season, just right at seven. That's what I'm thinking. I think that San Diego is always, I don't know, I, I know they have the talent, you know, they seem to have it every year, but I just uh, I don't think they, uh, I don't think they can produce for some reason. I think maybe it's coaching or, I don't know. My thing is, uh, I would say it's going to be a seven-win season. Okay, definitely. I'm I'm going to agree with you under as well. I think five or six wins. Uh, Philip Rivers, I'm mean, pretty solid uh, veteran quarterback. He's uh, been shown to be pretty consistent, but other than that, I'm not really liking very much what I see. Uh, Keenan Allen's okay at wide receiver. Antonio Gates in his prime is an excellent tight end, but uh, he's in his, going to be going on his 15th season in the league. And then also, off, young offensive line, not very experienced. Uh, I think they're going to give up a lot of sacks. Uh, so I just I just see a lot of pre- problems with the offensive line, and I think that defense is still going to give up lots of points to teams in, in the AFC like Kansas City, New England, those types of teams. So I just think uh, exactly. they're in for – and uh, Mike McCoy, I mean, he's been with their coach, what, four, four or five years or something. I never really – I, I, I can never really see uh, what type of identity he's kind of trying to imprint on this team. So, I mean, I just don't know what they're doing there. So, a lot of question marks, like I mentioned. So, just because of that, I'm going to go under. And I think five or six wins. Yeah, I think about five or six wins. I, I think the Chargers, ever since they traded away uh, Hamilton and they traded away, uh, I forget the other guy they have on the team that that's uh, I think they've been in this sort of downward spiral that's, 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 I don't know that's the way I see it now I don't think next year's gonna get any better okay definitely I agree so uh with that we'll move into the next division which is the AFC North and we'll start in Baltimore the Ravens over under set at eight and a half your thoughts eight and a half I would say about under eight and a half I'm going to go about eight wins. Okay. All right, definitely. Uh, this is a team who last year had an awful uh, defensive back. I uh, just was would give up uh, probably the most, pe- uh, like, 20-plus passing yard plays in the league, I believe. And uh, <laughs> I believe their rookie wide receiver last year, Brashard Perryman, had, was out all season. They had their best receiver, Steve Smith Sr., go out for probably, I think, I believe the last, like, 12 games of the season. So that was just a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, just uh, bad play all around pretty much. So especially on defense, though. I mean, their pass rush was weak. Their their, uh, defensive defensive ends were weak. So just all around weak play. But I think they'll be a little more stable this year. And I'm going to go over. I think they win nine or ten games. And I think right. I think they're I'm thinking they're going to slide into one of those wild card one of those two AFC wild card spots. I just like uh, Joe Flacco. I think I don't think he's like an elite quarterback, but I think he's a stable quarterback, and 
he definitely uh, ramps up his play later on in the season. So uh, I'm going to trust him uh, over uh, All right. over the next team we're going to discuss, their quarterback, uh, which is the next team is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, super talented team as always. And uh, they ended up having a, probably like a downer of a year last year. I mean, they, it seems like they can never get past that uh, – AFC wildcard round. So let's see uh, what happens this year with them. Over under it set at nine and a half. What do you think about go the Bengals? Over. I'm going to go over nine and a half. I'm going to go about uh, a 10 win season. 10 and a half wins. Uh, that's what I'm going to go. I know, uh, um, I forget their, the quarterback's name. I think uh, Andy Dalton. depends on him. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, correct. That's right. Uh, everything depends on his play. If he stays. Uh, Stable. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't throw interceptions. He he doesn't uh, decide to play um, a gunner football and, and try to drill the football in between uh, uh, a two-inch window. Then uh, I think they have a shot of uh, actually getting somewhere this year. I know they lost uh, uh, two wide receivers. Uh, they're um, not the starter, AJ Green, but the guy who played next to him. I think it was. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, and then they lost Marvin Jones to Detroit. But they picked up um, uh, the wide receiver out of Pittsburgh. I forget, forget his name. I think he's going to fill a void, and uh, I think he's very underrated. I think the defense is going to always be there, and uh, the running game has to pick up. You know, then for them, I think if they have a solid running game, um, uh, then I, I can definitely be winning all eleven games this season. Okay, definitely. Uh, great points you made right there. Uh, I think, like I said, they're always they always have a talented team. They just never find themselves to get over the hump, and I think they're gonna fall just short this time. Not in the a- the playoffs though, but they're in the regular season. I think they're gonna just miss out on the playoffs. I think they're gonna about a nine win team, so I'm going under. But uh, I think this is gonna be a super competitive division, the AFC North. I think three very good teams. And then, uh, I mean, but like you said, Andy Dalton, he's pretty stable, but uh, kind of in the pressure-type games, I just don't think he kind of shows up bet like uh, Joe Flacco or Ben Roethlisberger. So for that reason, I think I'm going to go under. But I like their running, their running game with Bernard and Hill. I love uh, A.J. Green. I think he's one of the better receivers in the league. Eifert is pretty good tight end. And like you mentioned on defense, they're, they're pretty loaded. Vontis perfect. Carlos Dansby, Maluga. I mean, very very good players. Pac-Man Jones, defensive back. So, very talented uh, team. But I'm going to go slightly under with nine wins. And that'll take us into the third team in the AFC North. A uh, very interesting team to kind of look out. A uh, very uh, disappointing team last year. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. And pretty much a disappointment for, for a while now in Cleveland. Uh, they have over/under set at four and a half wins. What are your thoughts on the Cleveland Browns? I think they're going to about. I think they're going to be about under four and a half wins. About four wins is what I'm looking at. Yeah, there's they just too many changes going on. You know, it's a new coach, new system. Uh, it's a new quarterback, uh, RG3, who, who, who I believe is going to be the starter. It's just a, it's too many things going on. You know, and I, that's what I think. Too many things. That, too many things. Uh, there's too many. Uh, what do you call? Uh, too many. Too uh, many variables. Hills they have to climb. 
Yeah, two very well, too many holes they have to climb and they can get somewhere. And I think it's about a four-win season next year. Okay, definitely. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, probably the biggest change for them is that they're going to have RG3 at their at quarterback, and uh, they kind of hired a, a baseball guy, a pretty no, well-known GM in baseball, Paul De Podesta, kind of the Moneyball era athletics. So they hired him to kind of be their president of uh, operations. So that'll be interesting to see how he does there. Uh, and like you mentioned, RG3, the new quarterback, and a lot of change. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's like a four and a half, I think, is. I mean, it's really tough. I mean, kind of decide on that one. I mean, I, this is <laughs> either way. I mean, this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I'm, I'm gonna go over. I think. I don't think they're as bad as they were last year. I think everything just really went awfully last year. But I think RG3. I mean, I think he. I don't think he's a super elite, but I think he kind of gets a bad rap. I think he's better than what he's shown the past couple of years. Just uh, barring any sort of injury, I think he's gonna be okay, and I think they're gonna win like about six games. So I'm gonna go over on that one. Okay, so then um, the last team in the AFC North, a team uh, who seems uh, like they can't keep themselves out of trouble off the field for some reason. Uh, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, probably the most talented team in the division, especially offensively, and a very very veteran-laden team at quarterback and at head coach. And uh, I, they have a over-under set at 10.5. That's pro- one of the top in the entire AFC, so... What do you think about them? I'm going to go under, so I'm going to go about a 10-win season for them. That's what I'm looking at right now. Uh, because they have, uh, what, I think, LeVon Bells, I think he's hurt or something. Oh, well, he suspended uh, three He's he suspended three games for the the uh, anti-drug policy in the NFL. So. Okay, that's what it was. He suspended, Marcherry's Bryant is suspended four games. So I think it's. Uh, I believe um, he's out the whole. Se- I believe he's out the whole season. Martavis Bryant. Is he, is he the whole season? I thought it was whole games. Okay. Not the whole season. Then you have. Uh, uh, their defense isn't getting any old. I mean, isn't getting any younger. You know, so I still think they are capable of winning ten games. But I think that's their. Uh, I think that's their max. Yeah, that's confirmed. Uh, Martavis oh. Bryant suspended a minimum of one year for violating the league's uh, oh, substance wow. abuse policies. So. Oh, wow. That's bad. That's, that's, yeah, that's a big blow to uh, their uh, offense. That. Yeah, so. That's a huge loss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they have. That's a, that's a huge loss. And I think it's, uh, especially they play in probably, I think, one of the toughest divisions in that you know, and then, uh, I think because they got to play the, the Bengals twice, they got to play uh, the Ravens twice. So I, that's what I think they're going to be about a, a ten-win season for them. Okay, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go slightly over, even though, uh, given that the Martavis Bryant is out for the whole season, Le'Veon Bell is out for the first three games. But even with Le'Ve- out Le'Veon Bell last year, it seemed like uh, D'Angelo Williams. Their backup running back was able to pick up the slack, and it seemed like the main thing for them last year was games that Ben Roethlisberger played versus games that he didn't play, and their offense just seemed to struggle when he wasn't there pretty much. So I think as long as he stays healthy, their offense is going to be one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. And they have obviously the best wide receiver in the league 
in most people's opinion, and Antonio Brown, a veteran QB and Ben Ben Roethlisberger, who's really, in my opinion, an elite quarterback, and has the potential to throw for over five thousand yards and about thirty-five plus touchdowns every year. So, uh, given all that, even though their defense is kind of not not as strong as you would probably like, but uh, more and more as you go, offense is kind of becoming the name of the game in the NFL just because the rules are dictating more towards the offense and more towards uh, scoring points. So given that, I'm going to go over at 11 wins, and I think uh, they're going to be the AFC North winners with 11 wins. And uh, any Anything else to add on the Steelers, actually? Okay, so we'll, we'll move into the AFC South next, the third division. And the first team that we're going to get into in that division is the Houston Texans, uh, who ended up losing last year in the AFC wildcard game at home against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they got absolutely demolished in that game. But uh, they have an over-under set at 8.5 wins. Your thoughts? I definitely have to go over 8.5 wins. You know, I, I, I think they picked up, what, uh, Brock Osweiler from Denver, they picked up Lamar Miller, who's uh, who I thought was uh, I don't uh, I don't really think he's that great of a running back, but then he was on the Dolphins, who weren't that great at all, uh, offensive line wise. But Houston definitely has a very good line, and I think it's I think he's could definitely average over four yards to carry. You know, so and their defense is always they're one of the best defenses in the league. So I can definitely see them. Uh, I'm mean, not. Uh, I can definitely see them winning about uh, about nine games next year, maybe ten games. Okay, definitely. Uh, uh, they were, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, a great defensive team last year, led by, of course, J.J. Watt. Uh, I mean, that guy's an animal. I mean, he's a freak. He can do it all. Uh, they also have uh, Vince Wilfork, who I really like, and then uh, Brian Cushing, a linebacker, is really good. And... On offense, they have some pretty good weapons. Uh, one of the better wide receivers in the league, DeAndre Hopkins, and I think they get they get uh, a little better, maybe not noticeably noticeably better at quarterback with young uh, Brock Osweiler coming over from the Broncos. Uh, so, given all that, uh, I'm gonna completely agree with you with nine, the nine wins. Uh, we'll agree on that one. I think there'll be nine wins, and I think they'll be right up there challenging the Colts for the division title. So with that, we'll move in now next to the Indianapolis Colts, who had a dismal season last year, a season filled with injuries, especially to their star quarterback, Andrew Luck, who I believe had a lacerated uh, like rib cage or lacerated kidney or something, lacerated spine, something like that last year. So he... That kind of cost him about seven or eight games during the season. And the Colts really struggled as a result of that, uh, playing backup Matthew, Matthew Hasselbeck for about eight, nine games in the season. So uh, what do you think about the Indianapolis Colts, Shay? Uh, I would say they're about a nine, a ten-win season. That's what I'm looking at for them because they definitely Andrew Ruck's back. He's healthy. They got some good young uh, uh, receivers in. Uh, Dante uh, Moncrief, I believe that's his last name. Uh, their defense is very, I think, it's also very underrated. 
I think uh, um, I think they were about uh, a nine and a half, maybe ten win season. Okay, definitely. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, I'm gonna agree as well. I'm gonna go over. I think they're probably eleven or twelve twelve win team. I think Andrew Luck is gonna come back uh, stronger than ever. I think he's gonna be have a great season like he did in uh, 2014. Hopefully, in my opinion, I think he'll stay relatively healthy. And uh, their schedule doesn't look to be too terrible. I mean, it looks manageable. I mean, some tough games in there. At Green Bay, Week 9. I mean, at Denver, Week 2, that's a pretty tough game. Other than that, I mean, there's uh, not really much else. The only other game that probably kind of scares me a bit is Pittsburgh at home, maybe. So I think they're going to have uh, chances to win games. They're, the division they play in is not very great. And as long as Andrew Luck stays healthy and uh, has a relatively good season, I think they're going to be just fine. And I think they're going to win that division with 11 or 12 games, with 11 or 12 wins. So with that, we'll move into the third team in the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars, over under 7.5. I'm going to go under seven and a half. I'm going to go about six wins next year. I know they're uh, a very young team. You know, this is their second year. They have a rookie quarterback last year, Blake Bortles. This is going to be his second year in the league. They have Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns. Uh, they got, uh, I forget, the running back that they picked up last year. Uh, it's a second-year head coach. So T.J. Yeldon about the, six wins is, their, is their running back from Alabama, T.J. Yeldon. Hey, T.J. Yeldon, that's correct. That's and they also signed Chris Ivory as well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. A six-win season for them. Six win, maybe seven wins, but I say around six because they still have. Uh, I think they still need to gel a bit. They still need to. Uh, I mean, they definitely have potential. You know, it could be a very dangerous team with the weapons they have, but I still think they need a little more experience. So I'm going about six, maybe six and a half, six. at most seven-win season for them. Okay. Uh... I'm going to go under as well. I think uh, they kind of uh, overachieved a little last year. I think uh, Blake Bortles had a pretty good season. Uh, excellent uh, wide receiver duo that I really like in Allen Hearns and Allen Robinson. They played well last season. I think uh, TJ Yeldon will be a better running back as he gets uh, developed into more of a veteran. But I think Chris Ivory is definitely going to take a lot of carries away from him. I think that's going to stunt his growth a little bit. Uh, and then uh, we'll see uh, about their defense. A lot of young guys there. They picked up Malik Jackson from the Broncos. I think he was a very important part of the uh, de- championship defense for Bron- for the Broncos. I think it helped them out. Uh, Paul Pazlesny is always uh, one of the better tacklers in the league. And uh, Dante Fowler Jr., their second-year defensive end from Florida. I- I'm very inter- interested to see what he does. But a lot of question marks, a lot of young players. So a lot of growth, in my opinion, that's still needed. And uh, given that, I think they're going to they're gonna struggle at the time. They're going to have a lot of growing pains. And I think they're a uh, five-win, five-six-win team, and I'm going to go under the seven-and-a-half. And with that, that will take us into the last team in the AFC South, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, just like Jacksonville, their Florida, North Florida counterparts have a over-under set at seven-and-a-half. So your thoughts on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Shay? Is it Tampa Bay in the NFC South? Oh yeah, yeah, you're 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 right. Uh, excuse me. It should be the 
Oh, the Tennessee Titans, correct. Uh, I apologies to that to everyone for that. I apologize. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the the team who was actually slated to have the number one pick and who accidentally actually actually traded it to the Rams. Uh, they have an over under set at five and a half wins. Uh, you led by young quarterback Marcus Mariota out of Oregon University. So, uh, uh, what do you think about the Titans, Jay? I think it's a, I think they, uh, they're gonna go over. I think they'll be about uh, a six-win season, you know, because you have Marcus Mariota. This is his second year. I think he's going to be. I think this is going to be his breakout year. They picked up Derrick Henry in the draft, which I think is going to be really helpful for them because they and they also picked up uh, Demarco Murray, uh, running back uh, out of. Uh, I think last year he was say, he was with Dallas, got traded to Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles, and yeah, the Eagles. So so they got him. They got a good. Uh, Receiving core, young receiving core. The defense is not bad either. So I'm saying about a six-win season for them. Okay, I'm gonna agree as well. I'm gonna go over. I, even though I still think they're gonna struggle, but not as bad as they did last year, going three and thirteen. I'm gonna say for them probably six or seven. And they're, they'll be fighting for the last spot with the Jaguars in the AFC South. But uh, I'm gonna. See, I'm just hoping to see a lot of growth from uh, Marcus Mariota, and I'm very looking, uh, very interested to see how Derrick Henry does. Uh, a lot of uh, big Alabama running backs have kind of uh, come into the NFL and seem like they're they've been worn out from college and not really produced very well as well as I would like. So I'm very interested to see how Derrick Henry does, who is bigger than all of the ones that have come in probably the last. Four or five years, so it'll be interesting to see that. So, I think it's because uh, the Alabama running backs. That's how Nick Saban uh, likes to get running backs in college because they're bigger, they're faster than most college players. But I guess the pros. That's not how the game works. The pros is just being big and fast, or being big is not going to be helpful. You know, you, you've seen all the running backs from Alabama that have not done great in the NFL at all. So we'll see. It, It'll be definitely interesting to see what happens next year, you know? Okay, definitely. Uh, so with that, uh, we'll move into the last division in the AFC, which is the AFC East. And the first team we'll go ahead and start with in that division is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Over-under set at eight wins. And um, the Rex, uh, the Ryan brothers are back together. Uh, Rob is now the defensive coordinator. Rex is the head coach, so... Your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills, Shay? I have to go under there. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. When you get those uh, those two Ryan brothers together, I think it's, I don't think it's going to work out too well. So that's what I'm saying. I'm going over, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going under eight wins. Uh, I know they have a Tyrod Taylor who's good. His second year, who's going to be definitely, uh, I think he's going to have a breakout year next year. Uh, but I, I just think that they're, I think they just got. Uh, I think the coaching has a lot better than what it is. So, I, so I definitely have to go under. Uh, I say about maybe seven wins next year. I agree. Under. I think they're a six-win team. Uh, uh, also, a brutal schedule. They play the AFC North. They're on the road at Baltimore, at home versus Pittsburgh. On the road against Cincinnati. Of course, always on the road against their divisional uh, rivals, New England, the New York Jets. Uh, they also play the NFC West, which is uh, 
very uh, good uh, front fours, defensive ends, and so forth. So I think that's going to be very uh, brutal for them. And the travel with, that comes with that, traveling to okay. L.A. to mm-hmm. play against the Rams and then traveling week nine to play Seattle for Monday night. So it's just a brutal schedule. And then I just think uh, uh, the, their quarterback situation is not very stable. The running back, uh, LaShawn McCoy, I mean, he's still pretty young at 28, but uh, he's got a lot of years on him, a lot of miles. But uh, some talent there, but a lot of question marks. So given that, I'm, I'm going to go under with six wins. But uh, let's see what happens. I mean, they have a young team, and maybe they surprise us and prove us wrong. But that'll be exactly. – we'll wait and see on that one. So that'll take us in the second team in the AFC East, which is – the uh, uh, excuse me one second. Uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, over under set at seven and seven wins. Uh, your thoughts on the Miami Dolphins? I'd have to go. I'm going to say about under about uh, about six and a half wins. Six wins, maybe seven. Uh, just break even a, 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 a thought. I don't know. I uh, I mean it, it's kind of like. Uh, it's home for me because I'm a Dolphins fan. Uh, but uh, I just think that uh, this will have a long way to go. I don't think Tannehill is the answer. You know, I just think he's uh, he's he's too many uh, he makes too many mistakes. He's not very accurate in his throws. I know they picked up uh, uh, Dominic Sewer uh, from uh, Detroit uh, for the defense, but I don't think he can do it alone. I still think they um, they let go. Um, the quarterback, Grimes, last year uh, because of what his wife said about Tannehill or something. It didn't work out, but uh, I just think they're a very young team. I think they need to improve coaching. Adam Gase has to, uh, he has to figure out something, you know, because I think this second year, and I, just, I just think there's too many holes. The uh, offensive line is not uh, is not there yet, and uh, if they can't give, uh, give Tannehill time, it's just going to be a nightmare. So I, so I have to go under I say about six wins, maybe seven. Okay, I agree. I'm going uh, five or six wins. Uh, in today's NFL, you need a stable quarterback, and I don't think they have one, as you mentioned. Uh, they picked up Arian Foster from the Houston Texans. Uh, he has a lot of miles on him. He's not the elite running back that he once was. Uh, Jarvis Landry has shown uh, a lot of promise at wide receiver. They're young wide receiver for them. Jordan Cameron, uh, the tight end for them is pretty good as well. But a shaky offensive line, uh, very mediocre coaching. Uh, add all that together, and I think you have a 5 6 win team, and I'm going to go under on the 7 for them. And we'll move into next the New England Patriots, who fell just short in the AFC Championship game against the defending champion Denver Broncos last year. Ended up uh, falling short on the two point conversion late in the game to tie the game and ended up losing and they have a lot of questions going into the start of the season but I think they're far and away the divisions uh, the fa- the favorites to win the AFC East and also probably the favorites to win the AFC in general so over under for them is set at 10 and a half uh, so what do you think about the New England Patriots I'm going over on the Patriots that's what I think I think they're about a 11-win season next year. You know, I think the, uh, I know Tom Brady's out for the first four games, but you know what? I just think that uh, 
knowing the Patriots, knowing uh, um, I forget their their coach's name. Belichick. Belichick. Knowing Belichick, he's going to have the team ready, and I I definitely have to say uh, an eleven win season for them. You know they they're the Patriots. You know they're going to they're going to find ways to win. I just <laughs> I just uh, I guess that's just uh, a standard for them. You can put whatever obstacle in there around them. They'll find a way to win, uh, and I think next year, Tom Brady after that four game suspension, he's just going to come back extremely pissed off and on fire. That's what I think. Okay, I'm going over as well. I think they're going to be the number one seed uh, in the AFC. I think they're going to win 12 or 13 games. And I mean, they've added on offense Martellus Bennett at tight end to go along with Rob Gronkowski, probably the best tight end in the league. And uh, also, I mean, they have uh, no-name guys, kind of a wide receiver, but uh, as long as Brady's there and Belichick is there, like you said, they always find ways. They always find... uh, ways to pick up decent players who make big contributions for them and make big plays for them along the way. Uh, they picked up Chris Long, a uh, long-time defensive end for the St. Louis Rams, who are now the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, their defense is always uh, pretty uh, mil- pretty solid, pretty good. I mean, not as good as it was in the early Brady-Belichick days, but good enough to get by. So uh, given all that, and then their schedule is pretty manageable in the first four games, with the exception of uh, the first game at Arizona. I think they probably lose that one, but if they can go two and two without Brady, you consider that a win for sure. Exactly. But uh, most likely they'll go. You can even you'd be expecting uh, three and one because after their first game at Arizona, they go at home versus Miami, at home versus the Texans, and at home versus. Buffalo, so they can very well go three and one, and then after that, I mean, not much, not much uh, trouble for them in their schedule. So I'm gonna go 12 or 13 wins, and they're definitely the number one team in the AFC, and probably the outright favorite to win the conference. So uh, with that, we'll move into the last team in the AFC East and the last team in the AFC overall, the New York Jets. J E T S S Jets 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 uh, over under seven and a half. Uh, what do you think about this one? I would say over. I'm thinking about an eight win season for them next year. I know uh, they're an up and coming team, but I just still think they're have some ways to go. You know, you, Gino Smith is their quarterback. I still think he's not uh, an elite quarterback. Well, I haven't seen much from him uh, from last year. I know he was hurt for some time, but uh, I think this year he has to, to step up his game. You know, and uh, I think for he, I think yeah, all the wins the team's play depends on his. He's able to uh, get out, throw passes, accurate passes, not throw interceptions, uh, protect the ball. I think they can definitely win eight games, maybe even nine. But I have to say about eight game wins. Okay, definitely. Definitely. Last year they finished ten and six, falling just short of the last wild card spot in the AFC, as Pittsburgh uh, went in over them. Uh, I, I absolutely love uh, their offense. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, very stable at the quarterback position. Brandon Marshall had a great season last year. Eric Decker as well. They had, I think, a lot of good games together, and their offensive line is pretty solid as well. 
Uh, but the the thing that makes them go definitely is their defense and their running game. Their defense led by their front four, Sheldon Richardson, Muhammad Wilkerson, Leonard Williams. Uh, absolutely stout def- front four, defensive ends. And corner, they have Darrell Revis, who's always one of the top corners in the game. And they always do good there. So uh, given all that, I'm definitely going to go over. They're, I think they're this probably the second best team in the AFC East, in my opinion. I think they're going to win probably nine nine games in my opinion and they'll probably be in the hunt again like they were last year for that wild card spot i'm not sure exactly if they get it but they'll definitely be in the hunt and be in be in contention for it but given that we've gone through all the teams uh do you see any legitimate mvp uh candidates in the afc MVP, let's see here. Uh, right now, I really can't name anybody. Maybe uh, I would have to say, uh, no, that's a good question. Huh. I can't think of anybody right now. Yeah, just Tom Brady, right? I mean, that's really the only one. But and if, I mean, besides Tom Brady, I, I don't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. Unless Jamal Charles has some outer-worldly type year. Or possibly uh, Ben exactly. Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, maybe. But other than that, yeah. I, Correct. Yeah, all the... I don't see anybody else. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I totally expect a, a Tom Brady once he comes back to be on a fire. And, but I, 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 besides him, I don't really see anybody else getting the MVP. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's going to have an absolute chip on his shoulder. I, I agree with that. And that'll be interesting to see how he comes back from that, the four-game suspension. But uh, given that, uh, absolute pleasure having you on. Shay, uh, hope to have you on throughout the. Looking forward to have you on throughout the entire NFL season for our scorching six picks. Oh, definitely, definitely, anytime. So, okay, so, well, with that, everyone, uh, we'll be back. Hopefully, every every Friday from now on, we'll do scorching six picks. Uh, probably the top six games that we're going to be looking at every week, and we'll probably do a recap of the prior week as well, and kind of look into top storylines of the NFL. Should be exciting stuff and. Everyone, thank you for listening and see you guys next week.